All right. What's up, TIW Mafia? We're, still, we're coming in kind of hot, but we kind of did do an intro earlier, and uh, it wasn't a technical issue. It was a copyright issue. Thank you for noticing us. Uh, WWE, <laughs> we appreciate that. Honestly, it's an honor that you know we exist. So, Well, look at the, obviously, they know we exist. They continue to copy our wheels. The, uh, what? The wheel. They continue to copy this. First, it was Shotzi Blackheart. Then it's Johnny Gargano. I mean, <laughs> we are. Look at, are, look at our, how small the writing is on the wheel this week. I know, dude. RJ, what happened is we broke copyright laws again. Josh did it. Josh was producing the show. Josh broke copyright laws. I don't know. W, listen, we w, had this conversation in a text. There's no I. There's no. It's we, motherfucker. It's we. We all, you know. <laughs> Any place and no blame, it's all good. Listen to this. This guy right here. This guy right here got his invitation to the Dunderdome this week. Oh, finally. Really? He got in. Bobby D is going to be in the Dunderdome. Bobby D, that's awesome, man. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, I, I'm, I, I've done I'm it a couple times. Can I show them this figure? Yeah, dude, dude, dude. This is it. the figure. This isn't the one we're giving away. That's yours. This one, which still has the sticker on it, so it's still sealed shut. This one's no. for my collection. I want to display it. Wrong timber. Did not say porn up. That is not what we got kicked off of all our live feeds. Yeah, because... Look at that. So it's the Undertaker, dressed as Kane. Uh, yes, my dog. When it was from, it tells us on the back, but it's got the two, it's got two Kane heads. It's got the two sets of hands. Uh, big wing belt. How cool is that? The big wing belt is in there. Dude, I'm super jacked uh, for whoever. A, I'm super for jacked me. for whoever wins this. For me, this is a grill. Really? That's a grill figure to me. That's like one I want in my collection from like on Amazon. I didn't. I didn't we didn't I know. pay this much, but on I know. Amazon, that's I know. sixty bucks. Dude, I'm I'm super excited for whoever wins. I'm super excited for the fact that we keep I keep getting like uh, I keep putting those little taker um, tweets up there too for Christmas episodes and there's adding almost, to the list. There's almost fifty names on the wheel, which is the That's biggest awesome. one we've had. But guys, you think about it like this: you got a one in it's a better than one in fifty chance of winning that for free. All you had to do was move your finger a couple times, though. It's pretty cool that we can have fun like this, man. It's really cool to be able to do it. It's really cool that um, Shotzi and Johnny decided to use our wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, Mad Dog. <laughs> we did have to restart the stream, but we're good now. Yeah, the, the, how awesome is that? And Johnny Gargano loves the wheel, hates the wheel, but keeps talking about the wheel. It's good content. You, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make very, so very good content. Hold on. Hold on. So can we then flag the WWE for copyright? That's, I can, well, we haven't copyrighted We can't copyright the wheel because we're using a free wheel. <laughs> what, Tommy, what's, what's up, Tommy? What, what do you got for a question for us, buddy? Any question, anytime. I love that it's the same people in the chat room over and over, yet we still... Um... Here's a, I put a tweet out today, and I want to kind of discuss this as we get into... Uh, as we get into like the the free yeah, fig, like I, I want to one. What do you guys think of the overlay? Like the fig down there in the corner, that's pretty tight, right? I, I'm yeah. I'm a fan of that. That's pretty cool. Um, and uh, how we're moving because we're we're moving in some pretty cool directions. That's the other one I got today. My oh, ah, yeah. oh, you. That is a tight fig. You know what? I freaked out today. Because I went over, uh, and after you said that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to look and see, man. So I went over to the Legwork website, and I, like, uh, Googled Ivar's UPC code and blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't have the right one, right? So I'm like, I geeked out when I saw that it was in. Plus, I geeked out to see that it was on sale for $15.97. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So I, like, double-checked the UPC code. It was all wrong. It was all oh. jacked up. It was all wrong. It wasn't even I close. I might have man. to, um... That was hashtag legwork, right? That we were using. Yes, it's a I great. Okay, I'm gonna get a box that fits in a box that fits that, and I'm gonna mail it to him. I think and see if he'll sign up on me. Ah, be 
It would be worth it, dude. I, I think, I mean, I, I've known Ivar for a little bit. I think he'll do it. If I, you know, I'm not going to ask him to pay postage or anything. I'm going to. What's up, Anthony? What's that. up, man? That boy runs a heavy metal scene in Montana, pretty much. He works hard nice. at it. He does everything that he possibly can to make that thing do, your man. Um, That's awesome. JP, your sound is low as. <laughs> That's just, it's it's the mixing part, right? I can hear you fine. Yeah, I didn't hook my mic. I, I hooked the fucking cable to my mic the other day. I stepped on it and broke the tip of it, so I got to order a new one. There you go, breaking your tip again. Breaking your What's tip. What's up, Woody? Look at that. What's going on, Woody? Woody. Okay, so here's Tommy's question. Did you see Tommy's question? Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Hit it. Yeah, we both clicked on it. We both. So the WWE Thunderdome gave me a time of 10.45. They're only giving me 15 minutes on Raw Thunderdome. Why? Uh, I think what happens is is you end up being part of that filler audience for those people that are dropping off because there are a lot of people dropping off of the Thunderdome. That's where you start to see now the 45-minute increments and more call times is because they have people that aren't staying for all of the show. So to sum it up, that's... It's another way of cycling more people into it too. Yeah, um, it is. I mean, plus, I mean, here's the other thing you got to remember: is there's, I've done this probably seven times so far. Attempted Raw seven times, and I think SmackDown four. I got on Raw four out of those seven times, and SmackDown every time. Oh, every time but one. I didn't get on the last time. Let's do this. Anybody that shows. A podcast sign on the Thunderdome and gets a screen scene. You can screenshot it and send us a picture of it or whatever, but it has to be seen on screen. We'll get an extra entry onto a spin of their choice. So it doesn't have to be when we do a common figure. It could be like when we're doing a big figure like tonight, because there'll be other ones like this a little more frequently, I think, now. If they get that on the WWE and screenshot it, I'll buy them a I'll buy them an elite. You want to do it like that? You want to up to thirty bucks? Like if they get if they get us over on WWE television, because we keep getting banned. If they get us over on there, (laughs) you'll get you'll get an elite. Oh yeah, and as long as I still have some left at the time. Yeah, COVID match. I'd be willing to. I'd be yeah. It's it's going to be an elite. I pick the elite though. I pick it because I have that option because I like to suffocate my action figures, keep them in the plastic. It's because I used to believe Indian was Indians in the cupboard. That whole book, I used to I read that when I was a kid, so it freaked me out. Thought my action figures would come to life at night. I never knew that was a book, but I really liked that the movie. <sighs> of course you didn't. They don't have books in Southie. They don't educate you kids, do they? You guys just we go did. out there and beat the shit out of each other. Stuff. We had plenty of bookies in Saudi. How do you think we placed our bets? <laughs> Bobby D knows. Oh, shit, man. So do you want to talk about uh, – should we talk about some wrestling? I think we should talk yeah, about some man. wrestling. I it really do. fun this week. Uh, uh, biggest thing for me, um, and you guys, I, I kind of want to get reactions, is I've, I've heard some – rumors and people talking um that they are upset that there are not more more or more definitive storylines on nxt do you do you feel that storylines have the time to develop on nxt yes i think i think television wrestling at least to some level requires storylines and considering the amount of injuries that uh talent on the nxt roster has taken do, do you believe, I don't know, are you like me? Do you think that WWE Universe is the most fickle bunch of prick assholes that exist in the world? You have an easy out. All you have to do is a, a loser leaves town match at the end of it, and the loser, loser has to leave NXT. That's true. Doesn't say they don't go up to main roster. That's not NXT. You can't do that every time, obviously. Like they did every time someone jumped ship to WCW back in the day. It was always a loser leaves WWE. Uh, and I, oh, the, reason I, the reason I say this is because you got Johnny Gargano, you know, chopping the belt to Little Lee on there. So, was, how cool was that? Like, uh, I'm just like, I'm, 
if you're trying to be relevant, if people are saying, let me put this in the, into context, I guess, is say you're trying to get to a level or attract viewership. Say that was an, say that was the AEW match. Not saying that Gargano was on Cody Rhodes's level. Um, I, I do to an extent. I, I really do, but I don't think he is on that same level production business, all that other stuff wise. I mean, I think he's a great marketer. I think he just hasn't been given the opportunity to show that to me. I, I think he does by the way he gears his action figures, like he, he's up there. But when it comes to like somebody putting somebody else over, like Darby Allen got put way over way more than little Leon does. Right. Yeah. And I mean, but I think little Leon was like the Colin Delaney of the night. Okay. And but he do, might get but a, if you're, a little but bit if you're, of a run with it where, you know, maybe he gets lucky or maybe Damian Priest keeps coming out, like, helping him keep it because Priest seemed to think it was hysterical last night. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's competition. I think it has to be one of those titles where I think the reason people people say or, or have those type of opinions, I think, is because they lack... Um, the diversity to understand that pro wrestling is one of those things that is um, it repeats itself on a consistent basis uh, in different evolutions and stages. So you've got to be more innovative. You got to be more innovative. And I think NXT is doing that. And I think AEW is doing it. You know, who? you know, what would have been cool last night. And it would have been a, more believable. And he would have got a little less of the uh, sympathy baby face cheers. If they put Briggs in that position. Mm. And Dude, then you bring Briggs, Briggs in. First match in. Wins a champ wins the champion the championship. And then runs from there for a little bit with it. Like how over would he be? Would you so you're saying it would have been a little bit more believable if there would have been um size involved in the psychology of the match rather than yeah. just somebody that wasn't somebody necessarily that carries, a no. Briggs carries himself like a tough guy. Leon didn't carry himself like a tough guy, in my opinion. All right. Oh, here's it. How about uh, Jeff Hardy in AEW? You buying that? Tommy Fun's asking you if you buy a Jeff Hardy in AEW. I, I, uh, I don't because he's getting such a good push in the WWE, and I think he is taking advantage of the wellness policy that the WWE is offering while he's doing what he's doing. And I think that's why they veered away from the storyline a lot of the way that they did. Um. That, that's just my opinion. I don't know how you feel about it, man, but I just think they're like Jeff Hardy's in a lot of places that he wasn't before. And he take the pay-per-view. If you take the, the reason you have to have the matches that Matt Hardy is having is because the dude can't fucking walk. Like he can barely even maneuver, man. I don't know if you, right. you watch that. I mean, am I wrong in saying that? I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say this and I'm trying, not trying to come across as such, but I'm coming at this as an objective observer when I watch this when it comes to Matt Hardy because I'm I I think he's I think his brain I think he's messed up in a lot of ways and I think he's doing this for a lot of the wrong reasons and I wish he wouldn't and I think Jeff's doing it the other way. My thing with Jeff is does I don't know what AEW's wellness policy is. If they don't have a wellness policy, that could quite possibly kill him, literally. So I hope that if he does go there and their wellness policy is what I think it is, that he's able to keep his head on straight and keep himself mentally healthy. I think the wellness policy is what it is because I think Trips is in charge of a lot of that stuff now. And I think he sees it yeah. from he's he's that middleman. He really is for me. He's that he's the glue, he's the meld, he's everything that keeps the WWE together for me when it comes to the talent. I, I really feel that way, and I will always feel that way. I think Vince is the same. I just think it's on a different level because you have to have a business acumen to be able to have a conversation with Vince McMahon. That's... I can buy right? that. Okay. Um, how about this, dude? I'm, I, I want to answer this question. Um, Mad Dog, Mr. Matt. Mad Dog Kelly, do you guys think Selena Vega will go to AEW now that WWE released her? Um, honestly, my honest opinion is 
I would think she would be better. Yes, I think that's ultimately where she's going to go. Uh, however, I would prefer to see her in uh, an MLW for a while before she goes to an AEW because the AEW roster is getting heavier and heavier and heavier with um, names and names and names, yet no time slots or availability for those names to show what they have. So, yeah, honestly, I couldn't see her in AEW. Um, However, with the amount of signings that continue to happen and the time that is um, two hours once a week uh, is not enough in my opinion. Yeah? I don't see this one happening, Tommy. Uh, CM Punk and AEW, no. Tommy? Tommy Flynn is like another super fan in uh, the New England scene, by the way. He's at cool. every UFO show. Such a good kid. Uh, always there to support the guys and buy the... Always shows up in like a ton of wrestling gear. It's really cool to see. However, go back. RJ wants to go back to Impact. I don't... Honestly, I'm not... I don't think anybody should be in Impact right now. It needs... Well, here's what Impact needs. A good TV deal and two or three talents, whether homegrown or not. I mean, Eddie Edwards, they could do it with if they use him right. Um, You probably won't believe I'm saying this, but if used right, he'd be a great heel on TV. Sammy Callahan. Um, They need two or three guys like that so that you can have two main events per show. And I'm not talking WrestleMania main events. I'm talking two like Monday Night Raw type of main events per week. And it needs to be on, um, say, Thursday night when there's not a whole lot of wrestling on. It can go on before the mass wrestler. Uh, no, uh, before the mass wrestler debuts in the UK each week. Are they making um, money? And, and so it's on, un, it'll be on uncontested. And um, you have a couple of great pair-ups, a couple of great matches that make people watch. And then you elevate the lower-level guys. But it needs that. Do you know how hard that is for me? Do you know how hard that statement was for me to be able to, like, assemble and say in a sentence? Because you know how big of a fan I am for of that product, of that whole... Like, when I saw Dan Callis on AEW calling the match with... uh, Kenny Omega, I mean, that goes back to Kenny Omega's dad. And, like, Don Callis is, like, he's the mouth that I associate. Like, ECW is why um, that why I love hardcore wrestling. It's and a Don, why a rookie con. <laughs> Don Callis, on those years when they were on TNN, that short amount of time, if anybody wants to learn how to produce a show or if anybody wants to learn how to try to defy a network at the same time. Um, like just like watching Don Callis's work on TNN for that amount of time was huge. So for, it's just, dude, I'm trying to figure out where do they fit? Where's the consistency? Where is, I mean, just the talent on there, like Alexander, Ethan Page, Perrazzo, um, Jordan Grace. Uh, I can go on and on and on about the talent, but it's just so frustrating. Here's my other problem with some of the talent, and they're extremely talented. Jordan Grace is extremely talented. Here right? it comes. Here Ethan it comes. He's extremely talented. What, what's Hulk Hogan's real name? I know. Terry Balea. Yeah, when did you learn that, though? When did I learn that? Yeah. Shit. Um, was he still really active? Was he still main eventing? Was he still a top guy? Or was it during the NWO run when he wasn't? I mean, he was the leader of NWO, but wasn't the top. The only reason I know his real name is because well, of when. Right? No, no, no. When he actually decided to do Thunder Bay or whatever the fuck that was okay. on TNT. Right. Because I was like. Mm. So, his real name's not Hulk Hogan, so what's his actor name? So that's what I mean. Just reading the credits, that's what I do. So that's that's where I, I really, you know, that's honestly that's where I figured out what is his real name. That's why I took invested the time. I didn't care. Why would I care? 
And you know, I understand it's... what Trisha Parker and what Julian are saying, so don't get it wrong. Like I do understand that, but like they they like to compare themselves to actors and actresses rather than um sports athletes. Are you a sports entertainer or are you a pro wrestler? Are you a sports entertainer? Obviously, if you have a Patreon and then you have a fans only, you are an entertainer. You have an OnlyFans, don't you? I have a, I have a, um, OnlyFans.com uh, slash Little Josh. <laughs> no, I have a not OnlyFans where if you sign up, I will politely tell you, give you an email to tell you to fuck off every month in a polite way. Maybe that's what we should do. <laughs> sign up and I will tell you how to fuck off every month. Uh, no, uh, I'm, I don't know, man. I just, I wish, I wish that, uh, case in point, the impact press pass podcast, really cool. It's a, it's a cool concept. I mean, they have tens of thousands of people that take time out of the day to watch that. Why is that not more consistent? Um, impact explosion where I first was exposed to sugar Dunkerton. Right, half hour. Really? Oh yeah. The first place I saw Sugar was on uh, Explosion. This is before anything else. It's it's where I really, I, I saw him. The back in the day, the the like the pay per views. Yeah, I'm well. I in in his yes, yeah, yeah. That's the what's, first time. You know what's cool about him? Remember when we had? Remember when we had merch? Yes. On that, it was like I feel what it was. It was like Smartmark Shirts or something dot com that was doing the shirts for us. The only other wrestler, I mean, they did their own shirts, and then they did ours and his, and that was it. God, those things. We got to get those. Our new, our, that new logo by JD is amazing, by the way. Yeah, we're working um, on, we are working on merch, guys, so. It's uh, it's 20 minutes in. Um, I'm enjoying uh, recording this podcast live, and I, I have a question for you uh, before... Uh, let's show the figure again, but um, at what point this do we the talk? One I opened for my collection. Oh, that's your personal one, right? Look at the God, that's sexy. Look, this is the difference between you and me. Look at what I have here. Watch this. This is the difference between you and me. And pe- the people that are listening down can't see this, but JP is showing his fig right now. He's opening and closing it. This is my Firefly Funhouse fig, dude. That's the front of it. Like, it is... Air tight, boy. Look at that. Look at that. Not you even. Don't open it either, huh? No, no. Look at that. Not even. Not sealed. Look at that seal. Not cracked. Not anything. Well, for the record, oh, this oh, one here oh. is still sealed. This is the one we're giving away, which is still taped up. Well, here's. I'm trying to. I'm trying to certify the 2020 Bray Wyatt collection, which includes his base, right? Which was, which is this one. Right, this thing's heavy, dude. I don't know if you guys buy base figures, but this figure right here, this thing is freaking heavy. So that one plus the the fiend. So they're gonna have the fiend again as a base for whatever. If you guys are, are watching along, if you can't hear, it, make sure JP just yawned. So that's at least a shot. Um, that's like free tonight so far. I'm... Yeah, that's an eighty proof shot right there. That better be an eighty proof shot right there. Eighty proof is Ruckus still there? No, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, it's that's gonna be the that's the new Easter egg uh, until we until we you know what it, it could be um, the OG that could be the next um, August Gray the Easter eggs that we plant in all our episodes. Uh, Alec Price, the OG Alec Price, could be the the next August Gray where we dump him into every episode as an Easter egg that we can revisit later, right? Bobby Bobby talks about like our show all the did you see what he posted today? No. When Bobby D posted this today, and this like I I was sitting with my mother and I I looked and I said, Mom, you won't believe what this guy just said. He said he sits on on Fridays and watches this show like he's waiting for the Super Bowl. That's cool. I I mean it is, it's fun. It's like it's amazing to me. It's fun. I don't know what that meant to me today, buddy. It's humbling because we don't get the chance to. I mean, we do th- we do say thanks a lot, and I guess that kind of leads us into the like into um, 
we're kind of random today, and it's been a random couple yeah, of weeks. We like a whole, you put together uh, a whole outline, and well, and then I I, I pissed that away when we got. I'm gonna start WWE in the flag for the old spin the wheel since they flagged us. We had to reboot the. Yeah. I understand. I understand it's copyright, but man, share your share your stuff, man. Like we're not trying to get over. I'm not, I'm I'm over enough as it is with whatever I need. To, I don't want any more. I have enough followers and social media to keep us busy right now. If we got to the yeah. point where some of these guys get it's a full time job and that stuff gets crazy, you and I both know that already. Yeah, all you gotta do is be a douchebag. Right. So we um, biggest announcement. This is that, an Easter egg for you. That's been... <laughs> Did do you um uh do we drop the bomb on everybody? I mean, there's everybody that's here right now since they're yeah. here. Uh... Josh just asked me to drop the bomb, and we have a few huge, not huge, but I, I don't want to oversell this. Uh, we have a few pretty big things coming up. I don't know if he's going to pop himself back in before I do this, but one of them is um. The past month or so, me and Josh have been working pretty vigorously and pretty cons- pretty constantly with a Mexican legend who spent a lot of time on TV in U.S. And, like, to me, oh, my God, it means so much. He is a uh, a, a Mexican legend. Yeah. Bo- born in, he's Canadian. He's of Canadian descent. Um. A punk rock kid uh, involved he played, in. He played bass in a major band. He played bass in a, 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 a worldwide known band. Yeah, he uh, he. It's humbling to me to be at a point where people reach out to us, and this is it's no slouch. He's he's no slouch. He's no individual that. Um, we should. I mean, this guy's produced major pay-per-view shows, and if you guys, if you guys don't know or understand the uh, cultural um, love behind lucha libre wrestling in Mexico, it's like you're literally losing out if you don't understand. Yeah, the, like the lucha libre is still it's. Wrestling is very serious down there still. It's not um, to the point where you're still at risk going to the ring if you're a heel. Like, you're still, the fans are still going to possibly come after you if you're a heel. And it's, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. You're doing a great job covering for me when I get kicked off and on here. It's kind of weird. I don't know what's going on today. This, it's, you know what? Technical issues weekly, man. It's been 15 years of doing this back and forth. So, And, and I think that's why we've become so good at it because it continues to, to happen. It's like I got... Who? Um, I want to announce that there's an announcement coming. I think there's a few people that know. Um, it, I, I think... Uh, um, when we do this interview, which is probably going to be next Friday, it's going to be set up for next Friday. So this is going to be obviously people are downloading and listening to this right now over the week. I think we can just do it then because we're interviewing them next Friday officially. Like we have that. Yeah. Um. So next Friday, you can come here seven o five Eastern, and for. I don't know. I've never seen him do another podcast. I've seen him do a Q and A recently, but never a podcast. He d- um, he does come here. He does quite a few, to, few, but they're but um, they're obscure with him. And this is going to be different. Like his mindset is so clean right now, and it's not all wrestling. This is going to be a clean interview. It's going to be a fun interview. It's, um, I'm just going to say it. You good? Yeah, I'm cool. All right, so guys, tune in here next Friday to find out who we're talking about. <laughs> no, um, seriously, next Friday, seven oh five Eastern, it'll be myself, it'll be Josh, and it'll be Vampiro. Vampiro. WCW, uh, Triple A, great legend. Um, Triple A, underground for legend and commentator. Lucha underground. Two thousand eighteen. Uh, 25th anniversary of um, 
that event, uh, their WrestleMania, Triple E Mania, uh, he produced the show. I mean, he was, yeah. mm-hmm. that's the whole basis behind his DVD, guys. And if you don't have his DVD, awesome. like I'm, I'm telling you, like there's, the uh, there's, there's only uh, a couple other, um, and this isn't like the entire life. It, it, it summarizes his backstory because it's a pretty shitty backstory uh, for him. And I think that was a lot of the reason why a lot of people were hesitant to do this. Um, and he took it upon himself, I think, to, to take those reins and do it is that he's got a shady past, man. He's And he admits it. He he did some wrongs to some wrong people. And, and I think he feels that on a regular basis. And you know, without sharing too much, he's a different, different person, um, and he's really focused on his the music, uh, the video games, uh, the stuff outside of um, Vampiro. I think. I mean, I got a feeling he's gonna do like a soft announcement during the week on sort of his future, um, but I think the majority, the the major announcement, like the that really hits people is going to be made here Friday night next week on basically his future of what he plans on his immediate future. I'll say. Yeah. His immediate future. And here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to put this in a nutshell and I learned as well from Mr. Um, August gray uh, elevator speech. If you want to be successful, if you want to be successful quickly, you find people that are good at what they do. You find uh, experts and professionals in what they do and that's why vampiro reached out to us is because we've been doing this long enough to know that even when we have stupid ass technical issues i can have a second backup camera i have another microphone everything is set up and the reason we, we the reason we started doing this live stuff is because you've got to be able to advance you've got to be able to continue to to evolve and it's just super exciting to know like he, what he's announcing, like he's got a TV show on the El Rey network. Like he is yeah. famous. He is so famous in Mexico. It is not even funny. Like if you go back and look, I'm telling you guys, if you take a, if you take a picture of Adam Lambert, right. If you take a picture of Adam Lambert and then you put that up against Vampiro, same age, same time with the makeup yeah. and triple A down there in Mexico, it will blow your fucking mind. He was at how... one point, he was Vampiro Casanova. Yes. And we'll absolutely lived that lifestyle. Yeah, it was a lifestyle. And watch the DVD, guys. Like, I, I honestly, it was one of those, I wish it was a Movies Anywhere share because I, I, I have three people I'd like to share that with. Um, but, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you've got it already. You can go watch it because you're, yeah. it's our mutual voodoo account. By the way, the kids, I think, and I have watched Scooby-Doo at least fucking 100 times. <laughs> at least 100 times. At least. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you. And I'm surprised that before we went on here, I didn't come in here to an opened-up figure. I expected. I, was trying. I couldn't hear him, but I was trying. The second yeah. I was like, oh, I don't have to wait. I can click. So Josh has a, a three-year-old. Right? Yes. Yes. And I constantly try to get him to open Josh's figures up on the wall. Yeah. And me and him before the show, that, that was our sound check basically with me and Jax. Nah. I was trying to get Jax to open them. And then I was trying to teach him I was trying to teach him how to stick up his middle finger. Uh he uh so just for everybody that listens to the show, this is piece of inside information. So he has a uh, a TBI, so a traumatic brain injury, so that's why we take that and CTE pretty serious. I have one as well. A lot of people suffer from that. A lot of people that we know, uh, and he has a hard time talking. So it's, it's a lot of sign language, uh, a lot of everything involved with that. So it's it's different, dude. It's just different, it really is. Such a good kid, though. I know. It's all the sign language. This is. This is Cena's, right? So back to that. This is Cena's. That's he knows Cena. He's already called. Yeah. You have the video. He thinks John Cena is his father. Don't have no idea where he got that when he bought his book. He sees that. So he his manual dexterity is is tough. So you know he he has a hard time doing one, two, three, four, and it's different ones, twos, and three. So this is three in sign language is different than three and whatever. So it's all different. So 
when you actually flip him off, he'll go, he'll, he'll give you his, his pointer finger, but he'll turn it around at you. So that's how he's okay. flipping you back off. Yeah. So I, he knows that because that's, um, he knows. So that's, yeah. Cena is his real father. That's where I'm going to leave that is that's it's his real dad. <laughs> um, I'm super excited again, dude, to, um, I see who wins this figure. That's a really cool figure, dude. It really is. I was so glad. I was because I just ordered these the other day off of um, a website that uh, hasn't returned my email. So, but it's on the top of the figure because it's their exclusive. So, it's the ringside ringside collectibles exclusive figure is what it is. And um, I just ordered them the other day, so I, I knew we were giving it away this week. But we would just show you the picture if need be. But I was so glad it literally came this afternoon. And you got your, eyebrow. and you got your Paul Orndorff. Uh, yes, I got Orndorff. My figure collection right now, I think it's pretty strong. I got the yeah. um, the big Rick Rude Unleashed Fury. That's like a, I don't know, it's probably a ten inch figure. It's a ten inch statue, is what it is. Then I got the Rick Rude. Um, and we know what ten inches are. I got the Paul Orndorff. I got the Scott Paul that you guys sent me, and I got the Rock. And now I, I'm adding Ivar and the Undertaker is Kane. I think I got a pretty strong collection. You do. Uh, my my collection. I'm I'm excited. So I have to find. I'm, I'm I got to find the Iconics Battle Pack from this year, because I have the um, Iconics Battle Pack. I need to get that because I've got the two. I have Billy Kay and Peyton Rice individually in their elites. And then that, remember that big ass fucking autographed fucking four foot by five foot picture that I got. My dad's actually framing that thing. So I'll have, I'll have my, my, um, Oh dude, 16 by 20, I think is what maybe it was bigger than that. That It's as big as it's it's three feet tall, at least however big that is. 36 inches. So whatever they do proportionally for that, when I bought it from East Coast autograph auctions, that was that was good stuff. But that's anyway. That's that's the Vampiro thing. That's the that's the big announcement. That's the uh, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming on that front. There's a lot of things that we're super excited about, and there's a lot of things that uh, it will helps open up a lot of doors for him. In a lot of arenas and a lot of ways. If you guys have questions for Vampiro, um, Tommy, life, Tommy, Tommy, send me your address because I'd like to see that in person. <laughs> he said he's said he's he's got a rare figure of Dude Love signed. So nice, yeah, perfect. Nice. Well, Dude Love, I mean, Mick Foley does a lot up here, so I was doing a lot up here when shows. But like, if you have questions for Vampiro, hit us up at the, at Three Irish Boys or um, the Irish Whip on uh, Facebook, um, and we'll be glad to. We'll, uh, you know, I don't know how much we're gonna be able to do, how much we're gonna get to with them, but we'll be glad to um, if if we have time, ask as many questions as possible. So, yeah, he is gonna be, uh, I think, super super gracious for us. Um, and super gracious um, to everybody that listens to our podcast and follows us here just because of um, who we are. Like, we're super gracious to, we try to be, we try to be accommodating and gracious to people. And I guess that's the cool thing is, is like, when you step on us, we're going to step on you. And we, I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just, we're really here to try and help people the best that we, we can. Like, we're here to, to put you over. It's, it's fun for me. It's a, it's enjoying for me. It's fun to, to go out and um, pay it forward, so, so to speak, where I, we can go out and buy some action figures that you're like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And then you're like, holy shit, that's not that much. I can buy a couple of those. And that's why I got – like when I got to Walmart and I saw those takers, the, the, the dad in me was like, oh, man, it's going to be really cool if some kid finds that on the bottom shelf. And I'm like – how the fuck are they putting these on the bottom shelf for these elite to grab? I'm going to take those. I'm going to give them to somebody that's going to appreciate them. So I bought all four of them. I was that guy. That's. I was out with uh, me and Big Joe went figure hunting a couple weeks ago. And for those who don't know, I'm sort of tall. 
Josh, you're actually tall too, though. So oh, I'm all compared. I'm six three. I'm all, I'm almost. I'm like I'm six three. You're like yeah, seven I'm that, eight. I'm in that six seven six eight range. So, um, me and Joe were walking, and like the shelves were bare. I actually sent Josh a picture. Like there was nothing on them. But I look up in the overhead, and it said uh, WWE toys. So I'm reaching up in the overhead and pulling boxes out and looking at them. But it was all just rings. Are you serious, I think Joe? Joe thought we were going to get kicked out of Walmart, I think, because I was looking oh, no. pulling shit out of the overhead. Oh, no. Timber and I were in there, and she's like, hey, there's boxes up there. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I just, dude, I literally grabbed them. I was like, I'm going to sort through there. I mean, it's, it's merchandise, right? They, it's for sale yeah. just because they're not, they're technically not, they're still on the shelf, or they're just not on, on the shelf. Right. right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> if you can if me. you can well and that's the thing too is like when people start freaking out about toilet paper like i'm gonna just go in and look in the top shelf where people can't reach and i'm just gonna while they're scrambling i'm just gonna grab the stuff from the top shelf and get what i need oh when, when stuff's running low i'm gonna move it to the top shelf so no one else can get it that it, you, yeah rat hole you rat hole that stuff right yes so we got oh, we got about 20 <sighs> minutes do you, should we spin the wheel? At what point do we spin the wheel? I mean, do we, we we should come I mean, up with a standard from this at some point. What's that? We should come up with a standard for this at some point. No, like a certain point a in time. Then people, I'm a, like people are just tuning in at that time. And no offense, guys, we like having you guys here the whole time. I like guys like RJ and Tommy and Bobby D and Laurie that are here the whole time. You know. <laughs> what do we do it? Is Bobby D is Bobby D really gonna get a uh uh that picture of the Irish Whip logo? Like, is he serious? I think DC is gonna tattoo that on his body. Oh my God! You got the video. You got the audio, right? Yes. You got. Uh, I'm just well, check I'll... it real quick, and because I know Mad Dog retweeted it today. Tommy, we need to know. We I need to get a whole. Um, Lori is going to allow him to get this tattoo. Is that correct? Do we need to ask that? Is there permission that needs to happen before this occurs? I feel personally responsible. This. You guys oh, need yeah. to shuffle on this a bunch. Oh, you need to shuffle that a bunch. You need to shuffle that until you can't shuffle that no more. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited he's going to win this. Could you imagine if someone got an Irish whip tattoo that wasn't one of us? Yeah. I got a DX tattoo that wasn't one of DX. <laughs> you do. That's a pretty, I, I love how the colors on that stage, too. Like that's a, you gotta, you, they did some good color work on that. That's a, that's a solid tap, man. That's that's a good... How long have I first... Well, it's been a while. Almost a decade, and they hold strong. Um, what number are we going to choose? I get it set for 45 seconds right now. You think that's long enough? Um, Bobby D says, no tattoos in my body. Sorry. Damn it. Or do I go a full minute? (laughs) Sorry, Lori. (laughs) Lori says, no. Oh, she's laughing. Um, (laughs) I don't know, dude. Let's do, um, let's do, uh, 32. Let's do 32. 32, you think that's enough? Let's do 32 seconds because we've done middles. No, let's do 44. Let's do Brian Bosworth's college number from Oklahoma. It's also Danny which was, Ainge. Which, no. God, why would you say that? I love Danny Ainge. I'm a Hawks fan. That's why we can't have this conversation. Remember, Ainge? Ainge? <laughs> that's why we do five after the hour, remember? <laughs> Ainge got drafted to the Celtics from the Toronto Blue Chase, so. Ooh. Mm. That's true. That is very true. That was a red odd back then. <laughs> hey, let's go find a basketball player. What's up, Tina? Let's go watch a baseball game. Okay. Right. So so we've probably randomized this thing over a hundred times at least. Yeah, I've been hitting this for a minute or two now. Yeah. Um I I I hold on. I need to I need to get my screen bigger. I need to be able to see this when this goes down. Because I've got to see these names. Okay. Absolutely. If we don't throw comments up here, that's because i got to be able to see this thing. Ancient Rome that I'm using for my yeah, Just so tablet. you guys get an idea of how many are on here. Oh, my God. That's a lot. 
God, that's a lot of people. Thank everybody. That's awesome right there. I can't wait I, to thank everybody. I here. showed this to Temba last night, and she was like, holy shit. Like, afterwards, after we did the interview with... Uh, with this is what's right, fun. Man. This is... Oh, my God, dude. Nick Haddix again? No way, is it? Gotta hope that's Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, his kids his kids are gonna freak out. Dude, his kids are gonna freak. That's what are the odds of him winning twice? Right. Like for real. Timbers Timbers out there laughing right now. I can literally I can literally hear her outside the studio laughing right now because Nick won for the second time. Like you guys yes. saw how much we anonymized that. Like that's we just can't make this shit up. We cannot make when, this shit up. There is no. We haven't said, "Hey, you can only win so many times." So you retweet us every week. We're gonna put you on every. Week. I, that is lesson number one thousand and eight for me, as far as this goes. Because what are the odds that he would win two figures in the short amount of time that we've been doing this? Well, it was the he got the man figure. He got, um, yeah, and he tried to send no, he got I feel which one he got, but he tried to send it, was, it back. Remember, oh, it was the rock, it was the rock he, action figure. He wanted to send it back. That's because right, he, he got said the... his um, he had said somebody had already blessed his son with a figure, and well, yeah, we said, well, well, guess so what? Did we now, <laughs> well, we could continue to pay it forward to you, Mr. Nick Haddix, and your boys. That's awesome, man. I, I, I'm sorry for everybody else that lost. <laughs> I you had a figure to give everybody else, but that's what's fun. It's just a free game of chance, man. It's a free game of chance. We get to hang out with people, ask questions. Um, thanks, Joe. Joe Salenza for hanging out, man. I appreciate it. Um, as always, Lori. Oh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, YouTube, man. Um, Tina. Ha-ha. <laughs> Look at that. My mom told me to come in Lori Prescott <laughs> 10 more. I love the DeMore family. What's up, Tina? Bobby, Good people. Bobby does that with the shows, too. If his kids are around, he brings his he brings his, his kids who are adults to the shows, and they all help out. It's, uh, it, it's I, really nice. I, uh, dude, it's, it's that time of season. It's getting, we're almost to Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a tough time. It really is a tough yeah. time right now. So this is one of those... That's why I bought the takers, man. It's like I can do one of these things for Christmas. How cool would that be if somebody you know puts their really name cool on there? Is we have a couple of a couple of shows in the can right now, interviews mm-hmm. like good ones. Yep. So like I don't know if we're gonna take any time off this holiday season. Because we can always uh, put up We're as scheduled for free fig Friday on Christmas Day, so you can suck that one and put that one in your sock. Yeah, that'll get changed. Oh, <laughs> Maybe I'll come on because I don't do a whole lot Christmas night. Um, Me neither. Dude. Nobody does. Want to spin the wheel. It'll be fun because it'll it'll be that time where that week before that we'll have all these entries that we we're already getting with these tweets that I send out once a week for that taker one. So if you guys are following us, like you literally got to follow for that taker one because I'm keeping track of those people. And like when we do this tweet the week before Christmas uh, for that Undertaker thirty fig, it's gonna be fun. I yeah. I thought. I thought about because um, one of your friends is there's there's a Undertaker signing that's going to happen over there on the East Coast. He's only doing one, maybe two, and you can actually send your um, you can send your merchandise in, and for one hundred and ninety nine dollars, the Undertaker will sign that for you, personalize it. A lot of money for an autograph, though. That's what I said. So I said, no, thank you. You know when I would do that? I would do that, and I would pay. I would pay say three hundred, but it would have to be him and Kane both signing it. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's to me. That's a lot of. 
I know there's a lot of back end in that comes to travel time, uh, all that. So I I can understand people making their money, but boy, that's a that's a good chunk of change for an autograph. I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect Taker at all. But here's the thing: is like from from January through March, you can go to a WWE show and get it signed outside by him. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, come Royal Rumble, he's going to look up at the sign. Dude, do you think so? No, I don't know, because they're doing a farewell to him right now, so. Can we do some crazy, crazy predictions for Royal Rumble this year? Right now? What's your craziest Royal Rumble prediction? This is all it's unscripted. Not so crazy. We got ten minutes, so the next two I have we have two that are unscripted and I wanna know what yours are. So I the first one is is what is your I wanna know what your Royal Number prediction is for this year because we're pretty when we came back our first show was we predicted Royal Ronda Rousey to come back to the Royal Rumble. And so I don't think he's behold. on the roster at this point, but I think he's one of the spots on the Royal Rumble. I think it's August great. Okay. Um it won't That's be a bold. His, I don't want to say his pay-per-view debut because he was actually um, a hot dog at one point on a pay-per-view. RJ saying Undertaker will win the Rumble. God, I hope not. Um, but um, Cena, I, I, my, Cena, Cena injured. Cena returns at the Rumble. Good one. Good one. What about Rousey again? Oh, there's talk, so very possible. Very possible. That's mine. And I also feel like we're going to get flair at the same time. And we can, oh, I know, and people that are like, not like are, are listening to this and not watching, I, I'm a flair, Mark. I love Fucking Charlotte Flair. I love everything about her. I love you're talking, her. Okay, you're not talking Rick. No, no, man. Rick Flair. I love again. Rick Flair. Huge respect. But if we can bring back Charlotte Flair and Rousey at the same time, but have four horsewomen versus four horsewomen when they both come back at the same time and running two teams, dude, tell me, tell me you wouldn't love that. Charlotte. And- Charlotte and Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley and uh, Ronda. Nia Jax keeps killing people. <laughs> I, I I don't know what I can't remember where I read it, but she hurt somebody again. She literally hurt somebody again. I can't remember who it was main roster. I'm sure somebody in the chat will let us know, but I don't know. I'm do, Bobby. If you're right, if Cena and Undertaker and Cena wins, if that happens, we can't have this. It just can't happen. You'll love that. You love your Cena. I do, but have you? Have you seen? He, he looks old. I wonder if Bobby D. Have you ever met Cena? You you must have done a couple of shows with Cena, right? Cena, Cena. Ooh, look at this, JP. How about a Tessa appearance. RJ says, "How about a Tessa appearance?" Whew, God, that'd be sweet, what? wouldn't it? Mandy Rose. <laughs> Mandy Rose is over there hanging out with Dana Brooke. Uh, I could see Tessa. Do you think they're going to do? Is it? Is it? I mean, uh, Austin Theory's out there. Uh, Velveteen Dreams out there. Um, you're going to get a little bit of flack, I think. Uh, if I think you're going to get more if you're the WWE, uh, but I really think that AEW needs her. I think they need her more than they realize, and I think they must have her in that division. Uh, I'm when I compare, if you take roster for roster, just on paper, there is a solid ten on the WWE. There's probably a solid four in AEW. Am I yeah. am I wrong when I say that? The problem. So yes, Bobby did have picks of me and Cena. I was going to send them to you. Such a good dude, Cena Senior. Such a good dude. But there's the problem with well, and it's not a problem. But we talked about it last week. AEW, um, it's a lot of Japanese women wrestling. Yeah, but you have um, 
Rose and I mean Britt Baker's good, but I mean yeah. after that, after that, come on, give me some more. Swole, but she's needs improvement. And I'm not. I'm just. I'm. If you're if you're a fan of the product, you're gonna you're gonna see the the Shotzi Blackheart. I think she's pushed. Uh, I mean, you see a little bit of the immaturity. You see, you know, some missed spots. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago. So you you're seeing more and more of that on television, and I think that's frust. It's frustrating for me as a longtime fan because I it's something that I never used to see, and I'm not accustomed to see. I'm accustomed to seeing it on IWTV. I'm not accustomed to seeing it on TV, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. you're you're a pro wrestler or a sports entertainer. You're like, supposed to be the best of the best. Uh, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at with it. So if you're if you're going to compare uh, WWE and AEW women's rosters, I really like uh, Tessa could blow. If they want to win that war, that's that's the person that's going to help you win that war. But I, she's a mech. I don't know how that works, man. I really don't know. I, I don't. What's up, guys? Takamani boys. Nice to see you What's guys. Going on? Another uh, successful episode of um, Trivamania, which JP has been on previously and sneaked by the skin of his. I can't. I told you why, dude. I was. I, I pick sides. I'm, I can't. If there's any. Well, I guess I could. If there's something themed, I can do it. But you start throwing WCW in there, I. I I was a WWE I mean, I guy. Know, I chose sides. I was a raw. I was an attitude boy. Choose it. I know not everyone can be as good as me at trivia. I, I, I lost both times I was on. Oh, no. I did beat Jay, though. I beat Jay Bomb from Trivia Man, from Talking Mania. But you also got beat. Yeah. I got beat by so you just, then, uh, you can't you, you can't just say you beat one dude. I beat the whole. I beat the new show. It was like I, I mopped. I beat them on his own show. If we had trivia shows on here, we would get our ass kicked every fucking week. You know I'm right, right? Yes. You're talking shit while we're trying to do a show on social media right now, aren't you? No, I'm actually messaging uh, Nick Hatter. Oh. That he won the figure. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I I put out a tweet earlier today, and JP, I, I'm I want to have this conversation, and I will probably. I mean, we've got enough time out here. I think. Do you, people always ask about you know their Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling, and it's such a difficult. Like I always tell everybody, mine changes because I'm such a fan of so many. But what if you were to do a Mount Rushmore of like 2000 and beyond? Like if you got to, if you cut out like Hogan's flares, Warriors, Stings, Macho Man, uh, all of that. What if you cut oh, that out? What? Okay. Uh, the Rock. Right on. Um. Undertaker. Um. Let's see. I need two more. What's up, Mike? Chaos Theory. Uh, AJ Styles. And uh, see, you know what's tough about that era, and I'll explain it when I come up with this last one. Um, let's see. I want to go. Uh, you know what? Uh, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. Wow. Viva La Rosa, by the way. Dirty. What was it? I, the, his anniversary just passed, though. So Cena doesn't make your list anywhere on that one. It's John Cena. No. Oh, what? No. <sighs> the biggest... You think, so, you what? Think technically, he lives up to any of those guys I named? Um, how many Make-A-Wishes have those guys done combined compared to John Cena? You think that... You think in the ring, John Cena... <laughs> one of those guys? No. I think John Cena. Right, so if we were doing I, a make a wish, if we were gonna yes. do a make a wish, fucking Mount Rushmore, sure. You know I'm gonna put that over every time we say that. No, I'm gonna say that because he I love the dude. Cena made a lot of money. He sold a lot of merchandise. Um, um my, mine AJ Styles is. I'm a mark. I'm a huge mark for for AJ Styles. AJ Styles is, I to death all day long. 
um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, The Rock. The fourth one was hard, dude. Like it was, it's, it's, it continues to be one of those things that I'm like, dude, I can't, I don't know. I don't, it's hard for me to pick it. But when you I think no about idea, it, or are you having trouble choosing between them? I know exactly who it is. I knew who my fourth one was. But if you, when I, when you do that, it's like, oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm your biggest fan since 2000. Like AJ Styles is, I love everything that he does. I'm just a mark for him. I fucking laugh every time he's on TV, right? Brock and Stone Cold, just that whole, just all, those guys, the way that they ran the business, right? But then when you get to number four, I mean, when you think about uh, the amount of people that have not just came into the business, but been their own individuals. Like, do you put, is Taker on that list? 2000s and beyond, right? Yeah, You're does. talking 98. So, like, do you throw Taker on there? There's Mick Foley. There's so many people. I, Heartbreak I, Kid, I Triple H. He was still a great in the 2000s. Yeah. The problem I with mean, that era on, on picking the best is they were all the best because there was no more jobbers. I was, I kind of wanted that. That's, I guess that's the point I want to make is that when we talk about the Mount Rushmore's, that's the separation for me because the love Barry Horowitz. Could just, I knew that there was going to be a great match when someone like Barry was on. That's the difference is when they stopped having a, a Barry Horowitz on or a performance enhancement talent, whatever you want to call that, and they went to heel and face. There's that's two different conversations for me, right? My fourth is Trips. That's my fourth. It's trips really? Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Why? I think about he belongs, he belongs on that list, though. There's no argument there. I didn't have him on mine, but he belongs on that Think list. about who, who's been, who put, who was a, uh, just one of the best deals when you look at Austin or Foley or Orton or anybody when, it, when you, and those were the names that I went through. And I was do like, okay. Triple H, do you think Triple H makes that list if he never teamed up? If the click was never a thing, I don't, if the click was never a thing, I don't think that Triple H gets to the uh, level that he is. If DX was still a thing, thing, so many guys like um, uh, Sean Waltman, one, two, three kid, Clayton and kid, whatever, he was never a thing. If the click never happened. I just want to explain my justification for number four is because when I look at the other talent, right, I looked at yeah. who who's the one person, right, who's the one person they all really have in common when it comes to really good matches. And the common name that kept coming up was Triple H. It wasn't anything other than math and numbers and head-to-head uh, times – magnitude of matches like i thought about this dude it was literally that's so happens when you become like a stay-at-home dad and you get to figure out questions like this is the basis behind why i make that decision is because i'm like okay i got it dude it just uh i'm a mark all day long right stone cold uh, uh, the rock and then i'm like four i'm like well and there's a i like i have a list some people try to like serve the world and Josh is at home trying to figure out who his favorite wrestlers are from 2009. I'm such an asshole in part, man. But we're good. We're good. I just, I just, I threw it out there, man. I wanted to know what, I just, I can't do a Mount Rushmore of my entire catalog of professional wrestling that I have in my head because I've consumed right. so much of it. It's, and I feel bad because, like, we're talking about Trivamania. The WCW, I consumed a little bit of it. But when you're talking about WCW versus WWE, oh, I remember Monday Night Wars. But guess what you don't remember is that pay-per-view wars because it cost fucking $50. And you were throwing out $100 uh, every pay-per-view that. And then you throw in TNA and ECW. And you're looking at almost investing $200 for a pay-per-view every month at the height of pro wrestling when that was going on. If my first wife didn't work for fucking a cable company, I'd have been screwed. I had a black box. Of course you did. I grew up in a house with a black box. I lived in Montana, so I had to trade tapes. PW Torrance is what I had later on in life. Every every pay-per-view. That was how I grew up. People came over my house for the pay-per-views. 
JP, it's been another prefig Friday. How do you how do you feel, man? Um, psyched, man. I, I had a blast. This was one of the more fun ones, I think. And like being no, able I'm, to I'm... poke people in on what's going on for next week already and stuff like that is really cool. Yeah. Um, appreciate everybody um, listening, hanging out with us. Uh, as always, please follow us uh, at uh, follow us. Hear that? Man, it is warm in the studio right now. And I have a sweatshirt on and I can't tell you how much I want to get out of here right now. Uh, please follow us at the number three Irish boys with a Z uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can find us anywhere uh, podcasts are available. Uh, please like podcasts available and on top of that you can get us on wrestlingnewsource.com and fullpresscoverage.com yeah go download the full press app guys just go on the play store uh it's also uh, i believe available uh, itunes just get the app we're on there chaos theory crossbody of work talking mania um ringside rant boot to the face so like you can tune in on saturdays and it's all wrestling shows including us like this show will be on there tomorrow. Yeah, all your wrestling shows, and um, this is all. I get titled uh, wrong, but it'll be on there. <laughs> it's part of. Here's a fun part for me, man. It's watching Jay, watching Dez, watching Rucker, watching these guys. Like I, I can see the stuff going on on social media, and I can, I know what they're doing behind the scenes and how much work it takes. And I'm like, dude, I, I appreciate the drive and the dig, man. It's hard. It's not easy to do. Absolutely, man. We've been there, and we're there still. It's we, still not. We, we, me and Josh talk every day, usually except for show days. On show days, we talk a little less because we know we're going to be talking on the show. Yeah. And then about yep. a half we're... hour before, one will text the other and say, you good to go? Yep. Cool. And that's it. We don't discuss the show at all. It It's, um, it's like it, it just happens. It's the magical fairy dust. It's the magical fairy Irish dust. People call it whiskey, That's potato, cool. rye, 80 proof, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I'll talk to you there. Yeah, hey, uh, I, I probably will too. I'm going to go uh, listen and watch uh, Jay and, and Chris go at it. But uh, again, just blessed, honored, fortunate. Um, humbled and everything that we're we're doing right now and the people that we're doing it with and the people that we get to see grow and uh, compete with at the same time because we're all competing to be the best we're all we're all grinding we're all making uh, each other the best and the cool thing is is when you're part of um, a conglomerate like full press when it comes to stuff like pro wrestling or other sports, it's cool to say that, yeah, my podcast is on an app and, and it's right here. Let me show you. So, um, Ian and, and Des, Jay and, and Marty, we always forget to throw Marty out there, but the sensible one of the two is always uh, nice to, to have Marty out there. <laughs> I love that. Marty is a good dude. Uh, anyway, hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for downloading. Please like, rate, subscribe. Um, and uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you next Friday, right? Yes. See you next Friday. <laughs>